Wait, did I hear that correctly? We'll talk about that today on Bible Time. Hello again, everyone. Thank you for joining me for Bible Time. Uh, before we get started on today's topic, I want to explain what's been going on the last couple of weeks. I have been extremely busy with a project at work, um, really tiring me out at night, so I don't really feel like recording. Um, starting work really early in the morning. Sometimes I'll record Bible time in the morning. So it's just been a, a lot going on for the last couple of weeks, the last month or so. But things are slowing down a little bit, and um, I'm going to be able to get back into the groove. So I apologize for you know missing a couple of weeks here and there, but things are looking better now, so we should be back on track. Okay, so a couple of things have been happening lately, um, and it's part of the way that I hear from God, and it's not just hearing, it's reading things, but um, when these things happen, it usually it come, it usually starts out with a thought will just come to mind, and I know that it's God speaking, and then I'll kind of tuck it away and wait and more thoughts will come and then it turns into like a lot of times interactions with people like I had an interaction with someone at work and I he was telling me that there was a, a problem with this program we were working on and I explained to him that it was just he was reading it wrong he goes oh I understand he goes but you could see how I thought that I was like, absolutely I could see how you thought that and then the other day I see that someone is a golf course vendor and my first thought is, who buys a golf course? You don't just like call somebody up and say, hey, I'm, I want to buy a golf course. I thought that people designed these things and, and you know, I didn't think that you could just buy one. Well, it turns out that a golf course vendor is someone who sells products to golf courses. So I misunderstood just by reading the person's title. I went in with a preconceived notion. And in another time, I'm reading First Thessalonians chapter 4. And I kind of had forgotten about what the main theme of First Thessalonians chapter 4 was. And I, as I'm reading it, I went, oh, I can now understand why people who don't believe the way I do about this particular thing in First Thessalonians 4, I understand now why they believe that. But I kept reading on, and when I got to Second Thessalonians, and I, I think it was Second Thessalonians chapter 2, I, there was a thing that jumped out at me and it said, yeah, um, I no longer understand why they believe what they believe. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. And I'm not trying to convince anybody one way or another about what First Thessalonians chapter 4 means. And if you know what it means, you know what I'm talking about. If you don't know what it means, then just look it up, be prepared because you're going to get a lot of information on it. So where I'm going with this is a lot of times what God has been telling me, and that's the second part of it, when, when these things happen and I have interactions with people or things I see, then I take it to God and say, okay, what are you trying to teach me? so that I can teach other people. And what God, I believe, is trying to tell me is that we need to be careful not to come to him or to anything with preconceived notions. You know, I once asked a person about hearing from God, and he says, well, I don't hear from God. Well, yeah, everybody hears from God. God speaks to every believer. We just don't always understand how to perceive that hearing from God. So I explained to him a couple ways that God speaks, and he goes, oh, I do hear from God. So his preconceived notion was that he wasn't worthy enough to hear from God, which is not true at all. It, there's just no, there's no base for that. So anyway, 
Um, we just got to be careful. Like if we come to the Bible and we think, okay, I'm going to read what the Bible says. And if I come in with, I already know what the Bible says, then that's what I'm going to get out of it. But if I go to God and say, God, what are you trying to tell me that I'm reading here in the Bible? And you remove your preconceived notions. It's amazing what he will do. Or if you're speaking to someone and you've already prejudged them based on the way they look, based on their history, based on uh, what people have told you about them, you know, you're already going to make up your mind and you're not going to let God speak to you. And you could be turning your back on something really amazing. So in all things, we need to be careful not to come in with our preconceived notions and listen to the voice of God. What is the voice of God? It's many things. It is that gut feeling. It's those little nudges. It's those thoughts that just pop into your mind. It's the interactions with people that we have when we have those thoughts. It's, I just feel a certain way about this. It's not vibes and it's not the energy and just please don't bring that new age crap at me. That's for another time. <laughs> There's plenty out there about the new age and how to look for it and how to discern it. And, and we're just not going to deal with that here, at least not today until God tells me to. But what I'm saying is, listen for the voice of God. Ask God how he speaks to you. You know, maybe he speaks to you through paintings or photographs, or maybe he speaks to you through colors, or maybe he speaks to you through dreams. That's a very common one. I had a dream last night. I'm still trying to understand what God was trying to teach me. I'm piecing it together. So, you know, it doesn't come all at once. And sometimes it might take a couple days to, to realize what God's saying. But you can do it. But when you come at it with, I already know, you know, if someone came at you with an attitude, they're, they're looking for your advice, but they already know, you're not going to want to give them advice. And God feels the same way. If you're coming at him like, I already know, then... He's going to step out of the way. But if you come at him like, God, I want to know, ooh, fasten your seatbelt. You're in for quite a ride. So that's my advice for you. And that's your Bible time for today. I hope you enjoyed it. And I'll talk to you again all real soon. And that'll be next week. God bless.